Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, drivers should make a conscious effort to avoid several driving behaviors that the agency has deemed to be the riskiest. Now, at the risk of sounding like an overprotective nanny, they're talking about how in the recent years, vehicle deaths have leveled off finally, but pedestrian deaths, like we talked about last segment, continue to rise. Here's some numbers for you. Their projections for traffic fatalities in the first nine months of last year showed an estimated 31,784 people died in crashes in that time, and it's a slight decrease. There was an increase in pedestrian and cyclist deaths. And that's the question that they're worried about because everyone they feel should do their part by driving safely to protect other folks on the road, particularly vulnerable road users like pedestrians, cyclists, and motorists. Let me defer for a minute. Automakers are working on systems that will literally detect pedestrians. And they're working on these now, but they're getting to vehicle to vehicle and vehicle to everything type of notifications, even aware pedestrians that may be armed with a cell phone or an Apple watch or something could be notified or send a signal to vehicles in an intersection. So sophisticated stuff is coming, but there's still six behaviors they want us to change. I don't have time to get into all of them. I just want to read three of them that I think bear highlighting. This is one of them. Drug-impaired driving. Driving under the influence of any kind of intoxicant can come with deadly consequences. And while alcohol's effect on drivers are well-known, more research needs to be done to fully understand the impact of drug and poly substance use on someone driving a vehicle. Law enforcement is stepping up their drug impairment detection game to crack down on this behavior with more than 9,800 certified drug recognition experts. And these are officers trained to recognize drug-impaired driving. This is as of December 2019. States reported that 49,905 DRE evaluations were done during that year. Here's the thing. Right now, if you get pulled over and you're drunk, they have breathalyzer that you can blow. And if you choose not to, you lose your license on the spot. And there's other consequences. But they have a way to do that. A person who may have mistaken their medication, a person who may be in a state where marijuana is legal and is using it. They haven't figured completely out that you're impaired, but how are you impaired? So the fact that there is now certified, and the key is certified, drug recognition experts in the field means that the days of being under the influence of something other than alcohol and getting away with it are over. want to point that out. Those days are coming to an end. They're getting a handle on this. Here's something that I cannot believe is even a thing in 2023, according to to NHTSA, not wearing seatbelts is still a thing. An estimated 90.4% of front seat occupants wore their seatbelts in 2021, but they found that 51% of passenger vehicle occupants killed the year before weren't wearing a seatbelt, and that that was an increase over the year before. 58% of those killed in nighttime crashes weren't wearing the seatbelts. People, really? Really? I've been wearing a seatbelt since my dad installed them in a car before they were required. He put them in his 66 Catalina before they were required. They weren't required until 1968. I learned how to wear a seatbelt. I wear a seatbelt. If you ride with me, my vehicle don't move until everybody's buckled. That's just a thing. That's how I grew up. I cannot believe we're still having this conversation. 
NHTSA claims that buckling up in the front seat of a car can reduce your chance of fatal injury by 45% and the risk of moderate to critical injury by 50%. And here's something else. The airbags can't work right if you're not where you're supposed to be. Part of what the seatbelt does is you keep you in a position so that all the safety features designed in around to protect you will work the way they're designed. If you're not wearing a seatbelt, then you're going to be out of place and those airbags won't work right to protect you and you're going to get seriously hurt if not killed. I cannot believe we're having this conversation now. People, buckle up. Seriously, honestly, buckle up. Another one I want to talk about, and unfortunately, I got to put my hand up because I'm guilty. I've done this. Drowsy driving. Fatigue is all too common in a world where many folks are struggling to keep up with day-to-day life and may not be getting enough sleep. That was me until recently. Those with long commutes or work late hours or go to work really super early may struggle to stay awake while driving to or from work. But a little bit of drowsiness while driving can quickly turn into a hazard. NHTSA reports that 633 people died in drunk and drowsy driving related crashes back in 2020. Ironically, these crashes tend to happen most often between midnight and 6 a.m. and usually involve just vehicles carrying only a driver to run off the road with no sign it was an attempt to break. Here's something else you should know. They've talked about the fact that going without sleep for a certain period of time is almost as bad as being legally drunk. You have the same impairment of motor skills, you have the same delay in reaction time, it's just as bad as getting drunk. And I did not know that till recently. But I can tell you, in our society now, with people working the hours they gotta work, operating on little to no sleep, if you're a single parent or two working parents trying to make it work and you're working crazy shift hours, the chances are it is not worth dying over. A nap is well worth it. If it's gonna mean you're late for 15 to 20 minutes of work, Better late than dead because people don't think about drowsy driving as being, oh, you know, I'll sleep later. No, I've been guilty of it. I'm going to admit I have found myself at 70 miles an hour waking up and it's the scariest thing in the entire world. And that's when you know you need to pull over. Some of the newer cars actually and some of the cars I've test driven actually are designed to read your eyes and suggest if you need a break and will actually say time for a break or take a break. Most of us don't have those cars yet and we need to be careful. One last thing I want to mention, distracted driving. 324,652 people were injured and 3,142 people died in crashes. That's 2020 involving distracted drivers. And it's not always cell phone and texting. They talked about other activities like adjusting the climate controls in your car, eating while driving, talking to passengers or fiddling with the radio are all things that can take your attention off the road long enough to cause a crash. And I'm going to holler at y'all that are still actually holding your phone and texting. In most states, that is illegal. This brings us to the end of our program for this week. Be sure to join me again right here next week. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. The 
Tech Mobility Show has a YouTube channel. <laughs> That's right. Your weekly program on mobility and technology news, information, and perspective features videos of some of the hot-button topics that we cover each week on the show. Full-length interviews, walk-around vehicle reviews, and more. You're going to want to check them out. Go to youtube.com backslash the Tech Mobility Show to see our content. Be sure to subscribe to our channel as well. days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out and be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. Welcome to AONmeetings.com your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to aonmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's aonmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial.